welcome members to the association podcast. It is the official podcast of the North American Ice Cream Association. Uh, and we have some great information for you today on one of probably the, the most enjoyable and uh, great member benefits that our association has, which is our multiple ice cream uh, competition, the Ice Cream Clinic, the Flavor of the Year. And we are very happy to have the chairperson of the clinic committee on uh, the podcast with us today, Christine D'Amico. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, this uh, is a bit of a banner year so far as the competitions are concerned. A lot of new information, um, new categories, some new things to discuss. So uh, if you, I think we're going to tell everybody, look, you've got to listen to this podcast uh, if you're really interested in doing it this year, because there is uh, a few things that have changed, no? Yes, yes, yes. I'm. We are super excited about this year. Um, I've had the pleasure of serving on this committee now. I think this is our fourth year, and we've really, uh, over the last couple of years, dove in and um, and have done a lot of work to offer improvements to this for the membership. And we're really grateful to the association and the board because they have really backed these improvements and changes. And um, our ice cream clinic and our flavor of the year contests really are going to set the North American Ice Cream Association on a different level, um, not just nationally, but internationally when it comes to, to proving who makes the best ice creams in the world. So we're right. very excited. Yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly, this, this committee has run really efficiently in that, you know, we kind of take what we did last year, we kind of pull out the good bits and say, this is what we've got to do. We'll tweak the bits that need a little bit of fine tuning. Uh, and this year is very exciting. One thing that's new this year is that uh, we have sponsors for our competitions. Um, the, the cost of putting on a competition like this is relatively uh, dramatic, particularly when you uh, partner up with Cornell University, the likes of Cornell University that are nationally, internationally recognized as um, the, the judging process uh, that they utilize Cornell University in many different state fairs, New York State Fair and so forth. So, uh, there's a cost to putting on the uh, uh, this competition, and it can be a little bit expensive when you show up to uh, FedEx and say, "Oh boy, you know, I've got to spend this money to ship this ice cream to Cornell." But um, the uh, sponsors this year have really kind of helped defray some of that cost, uh, and so we do want to thank them. Um, Christine, do you want to go over who the sponsors were this year? I would love to. We're very grateful to all of these companies who are. Uh supporting the education of members and celebrating really high quality manufacturing and some real new, innovative, beautiful flavors. So Meadowvale Dairy has stepped up and they are sponsoring the Ice Cream Clinic for 2022. Frozen Solutions have, has stepped up for us and they are sponsoring the non-dairy flavor of the year competition. They also donated the pints for all members to use for all three, actually this year, four events. Um, so a special shout out to Frozen Solutions for that as well. And Pre-Gel um, is our Flavor of the Year sponsor. So we're grateful to all of them. They all represent high quality products in the industry and serve all aspects of the industry, ice cream and frozen dessert. So we're very grateful for their participation. Yep, absolutely. Thank you again. Um, and you'll uh, see a lot more of them uh, in kits and uh, in presentations. So uh, it's fabulous to have them on board. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the difference between, I guess we say two competitions, but they're really, you know, two different categories um, that we put awards-wise. 
the ice cream clinic, let's start with there. So do you want to just give us the elevator speech of what the ice cream clinic is? Sure. The ice cream clinic really is an opportunity for members to have their vanilla, chocolate, and or strawberry ice cream flavors um, tested both at the bacterial level and then go through a sensory judging process that's completed at Cornell University. I really like this competition because it is, and I call it a competition, but it's really, you're competing against yourself as a manufacturer. You're not putting your vanilla up against, you know, 500 other vanillas from across the country to see if you have just the best vanilla. Your vanilla is really tested and scored um, at an objective level by Cornell. They have a set of standards they follow and a scorecard that's official that they, they complete the sensory judging um, based on the elements of that scorecard. So as long as your product meets the scores that qualify for certain levels of awards, then you, know, you come home from the convention a quote unquote winner. Um, and it's a great way to test the quality of your product. It's a great way to make sure that your manufacturing processes in your, uh, in your establishment are, are clean and up to standard. It's a great way to learn how to improve your product because the team from Cornell is on the ground at the convention and there's a special seminar hosted for those who participate in that um, to learn you know, why they got the score that they did and to ask questions and to learn how to improve their processes. So um, the clinic is a great way to, um, to test yourself and to learn more about the ice cream manufacturing process and to improve the product that you're serving to your customers. It also yeah, comes with uh, quite a few awards. Yeah, I, I think that a lot of people just on the outset think, oh, well, I'll put my ice cream in to see whether I get a blue ribbon or a red ribbon or a white ribbon. Um, but really, there are so many different underlying benefits because you're really getting a professional organization, not only a micro test for, for quality and for any issues in the manufacturing process, but from a perception, a sensory perception process as well. Um, it, it's almost like getting, you know, your annual checkup for your ice cream products. Absolutely. Um, That's a great analogy. I, I yeah. totally agree with that. And we participated several years in a row, um, definitely learned a ton, especially when we were newly starting in the business um, and uh, uh, haven't participated in the last few years just because I've been serving on the committee um, and didn't want a conflict there. But um, it's, uh, it, it's been a great benefit to our business at Over the Top. It's a great boost to our production team um, to know, you know, that all the hard work that they do back there in, in cleaning and sanitation and manufacturing processes, when, when we come back with those scorecards and you're bringing home blue ribbons, they take great pride in that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I do think that there is a great benefit of having Sam and some members of the team at convention to talk a little bit about, you know, the results and what they saw in the results. But I know last year, you know, there are a lot of people who kind of grab their scorecard and grab Sam and said, hey, I just want to understand a little bit about this. I'm really happy with the results, uh, but how can I kind of tweak this aspect of my ice cream to, to make it a little bit better? Yes. So, um, fantastic resources provided through the clinic. Absolutely. Um, so as you mentioned, vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, you can do vanilla, chocolate, or strawberry. You can put them all in. You can just put one in. Um, and uh, we, we'd love to see that. It, it's certainly one of the mainstays of our ice cream competition is the clinic. And that's what's kind of called the clinic. It's really, a, you know, an ice cream clinic. You, you're judged. You can talk to the judges about how to increase your score next year. Um, there's some great, great benefits to it. Okay, so 
Um, let's talk a little bit about then now the flavor of the year. Now, this is a little bit of a name change. We've previously called this the Best New Flavor Award. Um, and, you know, it's been a little bit of a struggle. Sometimes it's like, well, hang on a minute. Was this entered last year? Can I enter something that I entered five years ago? Uh, and I really like this kind of tweak or a, just a bit of a change in direction in the name because really if you've got a performing flavor that you know does very, very well, is very unique, it may not be overly new uh, in your business, um, you should have an opportunity to submit that. So I kind of like the name change. Yeah, we we had some confusion there, like you said, about what constitutes a new flavor and what does not. I think the thing that the clinic committee is focused on is we want to drive new innovative flavor concepts in the industry. We want to highlight those. And we want to keep challenging members to come up with the newest and the latest and the greatest. So um, keeping the focus on innovation and new flavors is still, you know, a primary focus of that competition. Um, and those flavors that have won in the past are not eligible to re-enter. So right. this isn't a how many years in a row can I win the flavor of the year contest. It is what new flavors can I you know, are working in our operation and, and, and are selling well. And, you know, we're, we want to continue to drive the creativity. But like you said, you know, somebody might have entered a flavor they loved three years ago and maybe they didn't win anything, but they really believed in that flavor and they went home and they're reformulating it and they're, you know, changing parts of it and they're trying to improve it and they want to resubmit that flavor. So it, it gives us some flexibility within that category. Yeah, absolutely. And so, as you mentioned, if you've won a, um, if you've won the category um, or ranked in the category, if you've got an award in the category, then that particular flavor is not eligible to uh, to resubmit year after year after year. So that's Correct. Good, good to know. Yeah. Um, so we, we've typically always done the general flavor of the year, which is your um, dairy uh, bases. Um, and uh, we also have a non-dairy uh, uh, category as well, which actually, you know, we've really only been running this maybe three or four years maybe. Yeah. Uh, but every year this non-dairy category continues to grow. Yeah, it is the fastest growing segment um, within the three categories of competition and clinic that we offer. Um, we've noticed that. And last year, I think at convention, one of the things I heard from members over and over and over after that tasting event was how incredibly impressed they were with the improvements in quality of the submissions in the dairy-free category. Right. And I think we all know as the, you know, this part of the industry is obviously growing, um, but there are more ingredients available to retailers now. There is more knowledge available to retailers now. Mm -hmm. And again, this, this particular element of the contest, the dairy-free flavor of the year, it starts to highlight that and, and will again educate members now on what what can you go home and what can you make and to what quality. Yeah, I continue to hear as we kind of mill around in the judging. Um, boy, oh boy, this you would never ever think that this was a non-dairy flavor, it's just the quality of ingredients, new ingredients, new technology. You know, it's uh it is it's really cool. So so we have the flavor of the year general, the flavor of the year non-dairy. And this year we have an additional subcategory of flavor of the year, correct? We do. We're really excited about this. Every once in a while, we like to throw a challenge out to our members and offer like a specific flavor category for them to, um, to showcase their new flavors. And most people in the North American Ice Cream Association, especially on the retail side, know about ice cream for breakfast the first Saturday in February, where all across the nation, ice cream shop owners are, are hosting really fun 
typically morning events where they're showcasing ice creams based on traditionally breakfast flavored foods. Mm. So this year, the new subcategory is for ice cream for breakfast. So you can submit um, any flavor that you have made for your ice cream for uh, breakfast events in February um, and see if uh, you can't take home a national award for making the best flavor for ice cream for breakfast. Right. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So we've got you know three opportunities now, even in the flavor of the year contest, the general, the uh, non-dairy and the subcategory of ice cream for breakfast. You can submit all three, you can submit one. Um, very excited about that. And I'll tell you another thing. Last year, when, you know, we were kind of coming out of the intensity of COVID and, you know, a lot of things were in flux so far as how we were going to do the judging, where it was going to happen, if it was going to happen. So many people contacted the office and said, is the ice cream tasting slash judging happening? Because if it isn't, that they may consider not coming. It was so important to them as an ice cream maker to walk down that line and taste, I don't know, a hundred over a hundred different ice cream flavors, different uh, nuances of flavor, different you know processes, different variegates and ribbons. And it was so important to them that, well, if we're not going to do that, then they probably won't come to the convention. Um, so there are just so many levels of how, this competition and everything that this committee does um, affects ice cream makers, even the people who perhaps are new to the industry and say, you know what, I am I don't think I'm ready to submit, but walking down this line and tasting all of these different flavors of ice cream is such an inspiration to people. So there's just so many, you know, great attributes to this competition so far as people's membership is concerned. Yeah, I totally agree. I heard the same thing. I had friends asking, and of course, as a committee member working through those COVID-related issues last year, um, you know, it was it was a challenge to be able to host that event in what we thought would be the safest way possible at the time with circumstances on the ground in Orlando. So this year we're looking forward, you know, we learned a lot from that as well. Um, this year we are going to improve that tasting process because when ice cream's not freezing, of course it's melting. Um, and so the tasting events have to move in a pretty efficient manner. So this year, rather than having just two lines of tasting, we have found a way that we will have six, which will allow us to take the massive amount of members um, that are down there to, to participate in those tastings and to be able to allow all of them, hopefully, to enjoy the same um, experience when they're tasting those flavors moving down those lines. So um, like you said, our committee gets together after convention every year. We we all brainstorm, you know, what worked, what didn't, what can we improve for next year? And we get started on making those improvements, um, you know, in December, right after the convention ends to get ready for the next year. So I'm really excited about this year and um, and, and what it will hold for our members in, in a lot of different ways. It's going to be a great year. Yep. Yeah, something new this year is our shipping boxes. So uh, both uh, Christine and the committee and Elizabeth from the office have designed a pretty cool looking uh, box that is going to be shipped to every entrant, uh, which will contain uh, a number of different things. It'll contain pint containers this year. Now, we've used pint containers previously, obviously, but for convenience and shipping, we've always used a foldable pint container. And if anyone has been walking down that ice cream tasting line at convention, and seen the uh, implosion of <laughs> some of those flavors as they melted and seeped through the sides of the folded pint container can attest to it's 
again, not the great tasting experience. So uh, this year we're, we're shipping out boxes to entrants. It'll have physical pints in them um, and uh, they'll be labeled up and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go through that process. So um, I, I think it's almost pretty exciting to have a look at, you know, you put your entry in and you kind of wait by the mailbox yeah. and, um, you know, wait for this big blue association box to show up with all of the things that you've got uh, uh, to, to basically enter. Yeah. Inside that kit, we we basically have every most everything that members will need to complete their entries, except, of course, they need to get their insulated shipping units and their dry ice lined up and things like that. But Elizabeth did a fantastic job um, on working on not only the shipping box, but again, Frozen Solutions um, donated all of the pint containers. So members don't have to worry about going out and sourcing four pints uh, of a, of a, you know, of a non-graphic, I mean, just a plain pint container that doesn't um, necessarily brand their company. Um, the office will be putting the labels on there with all the entry information. So when you get your kit, you'll get your filling instructions, you'll get uh, uh, the rules and regulations and resources on how to find those. So you can review that and make sure that your entries are, are not disqualified or that something doesn't go wrong. You'll have your ship dates and your shipping uh, information on what supplies you need to source. So we really worked to develop an entire kit that will walk you through the process and hopefully um, help any members avoid, you know, missing the ship date, missing something that would cause their flavors to be disqualified. So it looks fantastic. Elizabeth did a great job. Um, and uh, we're really proud of the turnout. I'm excited for people to get those kits in the mail. Yep. We have them all stacked up at the office. In <laughs> They almost reached the ceiling. Uh, ready to go and, and to ship out. Um, just a couple of quick things. So we will have a lot of resources online. Um, you can find all of the information on the uh, association website, icecreamassociation.org, um, under the um, Compete tab, underneath the uh, Convention tab. And all of the rules and regulations, the do's and don'ts, everything will be there. Scorecards will be there. Um, a good explanation of how it is judged. So look, it is worth the time to just sit down, review the information that's in the box, review the information that's on the website. Because unfortunately we have had um, instances in the past where we've had to disqualify members who perhaps have taken already made and perhaps frozen product and scooped it into the pint rather than make it directly from the batch freezer. Uh, we've had someone drop a physical pint from their pint freezer into the container and ship it. Um, so it's really important to um, avail yourself to the do's and don'ts, the competition rules, best practices, that kind of thing, because we hate to be the bearer of bad news and say, hey, look, we know you kind of shipped this ice cream to us, but because it didn't fall within the guidelines for whatever reason, we've had to disqualify you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our goal is to to hopefully have every member that enters the clinic or the contest go home with some form of recognition they can use, um, you know, to promote their shop and to celebrate, uh, you know, making high quality ice cream. So the last thing that the committee wants to do to, to any entry ever is to, to see disqualification. So our goal is to provide all the information up front um, to make sure that you're safeguarding but, you know, the process from beginning to end. And that way it's it's a fair level playing field for everybody. Um, but anonymity is really one of the big issues that we face, especially now with social media. And anonymity is probably one of those big disqualifiers. 
Yeah. Um, if you're entering your flavors into the clinic or the contest, it's not a time to go out on your social media pages and say, hey, what flavor should we enter? Because oh, right. it really is supposed to be an anonymous process. You know, the person who's making the product and, and literally from the batch freezer, putting it into those pine containers, and obviously the owners or the decision makers of your store as to what flavors are going to be entered, really that should be about it. On a convention, we don't discuss, you know, hey, I entered this, I entered that. It really it needs to be an anonymous process so that as everybody's tasting and judging, um, it, it's a fair and level playing field for all involved. Uh, and then, of course, once the awards are announced and celebrate and, and shout it from the rooftops every way that you can, social media, um, obviously the association puts out press releases on your behalf. There are media contacts. You know, we do what we can to, to celebrate those members as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're right. In this day and age of social media, and really, I mean, we encourage our members to reach out and, you know, connect with the community and get some good collaborations going. We even have um, uh, uh, seminars at convention. This is how you collaborate with the community. This is something that you do not collaborate with prior to the event. Prior um, to? No. After? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, in fact, this year is the first year. Again, there's so many firsts for the convention this year. Uh, this is the first year we'll actually be live streaming the award ceremony. Um, so your crew, your ice cream makers who perhaps don't get to come to convention can actually watch the ceremony and see how your products uh, are fair, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Speaking of awards, we have a lot of them this year. <laughs> Some new ones. Yeah, do you want to go through them? Time. Because I know we introduced a couple of different categories also last year. Yes, we did. So um, we can circle back to the ice cream clinic. The ice cream clinic, again, is scorecard based. So as long as you meet the parameters to earn either a white, a red or a blue ribbon, you will be awarded that ribbon at the annual awards banquet, along with your certificate of recognition. Should anybody receive a perfect score, which is, I would say, nearly impossible to do anymore, um, based on the, the scoring strategies of, of Cornell. It's just going to be really tough. But if somebody were to do that, um, we do have the perfect score award, which um, designates that, you know, you literally, uh, your, your ice cream is perfect. Um, we also have the Grandmaster Ice Cream Maker Award, which um, is, is one we're really proud of and we love to see members achieve. The Grandmaster Ice Cream Maker Award really does highlight high quality manufacturing consistently over a period of time. So any ice cream manufacturer who earns three blue ribbons within a five-year period, um, and it has to be one blue ribbon per year within that uh, three-year period or five-year period of time, excuse me, they earn the Grandmaster Ice Cream Maker Award. And the list of um, manufacturers that are reaching that goal um, grew by three last year. We had three who actually got their third blue ribbon um, and earned that award. And it's always, um, that's a highlight. Uh, for them because it's a challenge and it's not necessarily the easiest award to earn. So I'd like to see that happen. But those are the clinic awards. Uh, and you would know, Christine, you would know because you are a grandmaster, grandmaster ice cream maker, no? Thank you, Steve. I, had, I didn't know you were going to mention that. But yes, we earned <laughs> the grandmaster ice cream award uh, back in 2018. It was the following year. 2019 is when I joined the board and we wanted to make some um, improvements in the process and, and in these areas. And so as the chairperson, that's the year that I kind of stopped entering. Um, now that we've got all the anonymity and transparency policies and all, everything is kind of buttoned up. Um, we uh, are considering, you know, when to kind of jump back into that because I miss it. Yeah. Um, but yes, it was, it really was rewarding. We highlight that award um, on a, in a massive uh, award that's on the wall of our shop. People do come in and ask how we earned it. 
Um, they see the blue ribbons and the certificates uh, recognition around the shop that earned that award. And we have a lot of people who say, you know, how, what, what was, how did you do that? Yeah. And when you get to explain to them, you know, that that means that we made really good ice cream, it was clean, it means all the FDA standards, it was scored by, you know, high level ice cream experts uh, in the country, and, and we were able to achieve a score to earn that. Um, you know, we, we still get questions about it. And it was, I mean, we earned that in 2018. So yeah. these are, um, the, the awards are beneficial to, to shop owners and manufacturers and just an immense amount of, of ways I can't quantify it. Yeah over the years. And it, honestly, I know people talk about the expense a little bit of, of getting into the clinic, the $89 to, to, you know, to enter a flavor plus the shipping cost, of course. But I'll tell you the, the return on investment, I think it, it far outweighs um, that, that cost of entry, just on the promotional value alone, um, the pride in the shop, um, the fact that you can list yourself as a nationally recognized ice cream manufacturer, things like right. that, that the benefits far outweigh the costs. Absolutely. Anyway, back to the action. I just saw you mentioned it, and uh, I just I remember that was the first year that that I'd been involved in the uh, administration of the thing, and it was really just nice to hand that over. It's it's, it's a great great pleasure. So I thought I'd bring that up. Now, okay, back to the action. Back to the action. Back to the awards. Okay, so flavor (laughs) of the year contests. Of course, we have um, a third place finisher, second place finisher, and then of course the flavor of the year national award winner. The national award winner receives uh, what we call the perpetual trophy. So it is a large, beautiful trophy that gets shipped to the winner's uh, uh, address uh, where they would like it to go. They get to display it all year in their store. Um, and then about the, in, the, in the fall of the following year, of course, they have to return it. Um, but they always get to keep their ribbons. They always get to keep the certificates of recognition. So they have something to, um, you know, to keep the memory alive at the store all the time. In addition, in the flavor of the year contests uh, this year, we will have uh, regional awards. And this is only for the flavor of the year contest. Um, The national, I'm sorry, the North American Ice Cream Association has set up regions within the country. And so not only um, are you eligible to win at the national level, you could also be named the winner of the Northeast region. So you could be the best of the Northeast, you could be the best of the Midwest. So there is another opportunity for our members to go home with some recognition within their region. We started that last year. Um, and those who were participating in that uh, flavor contest were very, very excited about having that extra opportunity to take a, an award home. Right. It comes with a beautiful plaque and, of course, your, um, your ribbon and your certificate of recognition. So uh, we're waiting to see that the non-dairy uh, category of contest um, actually grows enough where we can also then eventually, you know, maybe consider adding regional awards to the to the dairy-free flavor of the year competition. But currently that is, uh, we award a third place, a second place, and of course, the national award winner for flavor of the year non-dairy. So those are the awards this year. When it comes to the new subcategory for ice cream for breakfast, uh, we will have a plaque that will be presented to the winner of that category along with uh, recognition um, with certificates and ribbons for second and third place as well. Yeah, there's a lot uh, to benefit from by uh, entering the competition. Um, and, you know, as Christine said, every one of our members that brings home, even if it's a single certificate with a blue, red or a white ribbon, um, having that up on the wall, utilising social media, utilising lo- your local press is just such a great way to say we make ice cream here in our little town that is uh, noted and, you know, awarded on a national level. So. 
it's yeah. it's it is worth the investment on many it many is. different levels. And Steve, I just realized I missed one award. Sorry, and I don't want to. It's a, it's a good one. There's also a perpetual trophy sent home with the winner of the flavor of the year non dairy competition. Right. Yeah. So both both of those categories get to take a perpetual trophy home, and of course, then return them in the fall for the for the next winners. Yeah. So. Um, I, I think the flavor of the year last year was won by um, a Karen's Creamery in Arizona. And the flavor of the year non-dairy was won by uh, Yoda's ice cream in Florida. If you're listening to this, you better start polishing that up and getting the most out of those trophies because <laughs> we're going to be after asking them back in another month or so. That's right. It's time to rip them out of their hands, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We have a security team. We're not yeah. against coming down and actually... Uh, <laughs> taking it by force. That's right. Her name is Christine. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And you don't want Christine knocking on your door. Um, okay, so let's kind of talk just a little bit finally about uh, costs and dates. So um, entry into these competitions, what does it cost our members? Yes, if you're going to enter the ice cream clinic, the cost is $89 per entry. And then you will have uh, whatever your shipping costs are going to be. You're going to be shipping using FedEx uh, overnight standard. There'll be instructions for that. The really nice thing is the North American Ice Cream Association has worked with FedEx to negotiate a significant discount. And that information is, in, is included in the instructions. So you will see, I think it's about a 35%, mm -hmm. if I'm correct, Steve, discount yeah. Yeah. on those shipping costs. So there is a benefit there too. Um, and then to enter the flavor of the year contest, it is $59 per entry, plus, of course, the shipping costs to get it um, to Cornell. So people often ask me, why is there a difference in the pricing, the difference in the pricing? And the reason the clinic costs $30 more per entry is that sensory level judging that occurs by the experts at Cornell. Yeah. So the $59 basically covers all of the testing the bacterial testing to make sure that all of these products are safe to move on to either sensory tasting or to be shipped on to convention for all of our members to taste. Yeah. So that entry fee covers that. The extra $30 onto the clinic is for that sensory judging. Right. And when you say covers, it contributes to yes. yeah, the Correct. association <laughs> covers the majority of the expense. But Yes, it really um, does. And it's we're grateful for that. The board recognizes the importance of these events and the benefits to members all over the country and in, in, in entering these. And um, they've been fantastic um, in all the years that I've dealt with them on the, at the committee level of making sure that you know, they understand the value of this and that they continue to back it and make this available to members. So it is definitely a membership benefit. Awesome. Okay, so dates. The This is where the rubber meets the road. What yes. dates are we looking at that uh, members need to be aware of? Yeah, Monday, August the 1st, registration opens. So you'll want to go to the website, take a good look at the rules and regulations, check out which, um, you know, either the clinic or the contest that you think are going to be uh, suited for your company or all of them. Um, and you can start to register on that Monday, uh, August the 1st. You have about three weeks, so actually a little bit more. August 26th is the deadline for registration. So you have most of the month of August to go ahead and get your registrations complete. Once you complete your registration, um, uh, Steve and the team at the office start to ship out shipping kits. So that's after you register, you'll be wanting to watch your mailbox. Um, but they will ship the last of those kits after August 26th. Uh, I wouldn't wait until the very end, personally. I would like to get in on that early and get my kit with, you know, in my hands and make sure that it arrives and that everything in there is correct and ready to go and give me as much time to get my products made because the shipping deadline is September the 7th. 
That is the official ship date when every single entrant will be heading to the FedEx <laughs> full service stations and sending their entries off to Cornell. Yeah. So those are the three big dates, August 1st, August 26th, and September 7th. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, look, it's, it's going to be a busy month for the office, busy month for ice cream makers. You know, hopefully a lot of ice cream businesses are kind of maybe tapering off a little bit in uh, August so far as its busyness. But that's September 7 should be a big red mark on your calendar. That is the ship day where you'll be taking your shipping kits down to, as Christine mentioned, your full service FedEx office. You really do need to make sure that the FedEx office that you're considering using uh, will accept a dry ice delivery. Uh, not all of them do. So uh, make that phone call, make sure that that's done beforehand. Um, and uh, as Christine mentioned, we will be utilizing the uh, FedEx number of the association, which gives our members that discount. Uh, and there's a whole lot of information. There will also be videos, do's and don'ts on the website as well. Um, one thing to, to make mention is that when you ship that uh, package off, you'll be aware of the amount. They'll tell you how much it is. Um, and then uh, once it arrives and once we get the bill back from FedEx, uh, we'll be sending an invoice out to you. It's really important that that uh, invoice for those shipping charges from the office is paid before convention. Yeah. Otherwise, that's another disqualification process. We've never had too much trouble with it in the past, but it's certainly worth mentioning. Yeah, there are a few things that members will want to make sure that they do. First of all, you want to make sure that your membership remains active. We all yeah. you know, have annual memberships. So if, you're, if your membership is active on August 1st when you submit your entries and then it expires in September, you want to make sure it's renewed because you have to be an active member to be eligible for awards at the banquet. Yeah. So that is checked. We verify all of that as a committee. Your um, shipping charges must be paid um, by the time we get down to convention. So you don't want to you know, let that lapse um, or forget about that. So when you get that invoice, you want to make sure you get that paid as well. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of different information there. Again, all of it's on the website uh, and it's very easy to find. If you go to icecreamassociation.org, if you hover over the convention tab, you'll see a drop down. And one of those drop downs says compete if you are, uh, and, and you'll see kind of in that compete tab that there are all of the different competitions there. So uh, don't just kind of try and squeeze this in, in, you know, the two minutes that you have between batches, you know, dedicate 10, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, sit down, have a look at all of the information that's there. Um, I think you'll find that um, everything that you need will be on the website. Obviously we're more than happy to help, uh, either through email or phone calls uh, to help people kind of understand and get the most out of this great program. But uh, again, the uh, clinic committee of, as we would say in Australia, kicked a goal this year so far as their uh, readiness and tweaking and, and making sure that this is going to be a great experience for everyone that enters. Yes, we have. They're great people. So I, I really appreciate it. It's Kelly Larson and Karen Cagney, Eddie Kahina, Pete Friend, and Jim Mitchell. And of course, Stephen Elizabeth do most of the heavy lifting at the office. And uh, they're all terrific. And they, they dedicate a lot of time um, and energy into this. So we're grateful for their participation. Um, and, uh, and we look forward to seeing all of the members benefit from all that. Absolutely. Have we missed anything, Christine? Anything on your checklist? So. 
no, uh, my checklist is good to go. I just, I really encourage everybody, whether you're a new manufacturer of ice cream or whether you've been doing it for, you know, 20, 30 years, participate in these events, um, help us to support the organization, support your production teams, challenge yourself. New members, don't be afraid to enter and think you're being judged. You're not. It's a great learning opportunity. You will leave with way more knowledge than you did coming in. Uh, and, and, and there's no harm in looking to educate yourself even more to improve your product or your business, no matter how long you've been in it. Absolutely. That's a great bookend. Thank you very much, Christine. Thank you for uh, all that you do uh, and your committee members. Again, everything is on the website. Uh, and look, uh, I think that wraps it up. Uh, for yeah. more information on this podcast, on previous episodes, all of the association information you need, you can go to icecreamassociation.org. Uh, thank you very much, Christine. We look forward to tasting a lot of ice cream and uh, shaking your hand at convention. Thank you, Steve. It's going to be a great convention. See you guys in November. Bye.